No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where King Azariah, also known as King Uzziah, has a long reign in Judah. He is a good king who accomplishes much, but he makes one big mistake. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in 2 Kings chapter 15 on Simply the Bible. The kings of Judah and Israel is a sordid tale. In the northern kingdom of Israel, there were literally no good kings. And in the southern kingdom of Judah, out of 20 kings, 10 were considered good, and five were exceptional, bringing spiritual revival to the nation. We could easily conclude that really good leaders are the exception rather than the rule. It should also cause us to be grateful when there is a good leader, for such a person is no doubt a gift of God. Today, we come across a good leader in the nation of Judah. He sought the Lord and was beloved by his people. He wasn't without fault, but then again, who is? The fact that the human record is so dismal should cause us all to recognize our personal need for a Savior. We continue in 2 Kings chapter 15. In the 27th year of Jeroboam, king of Israel, Azariah, the son of Amaziah, king of Judah, became king. He was 16 years old when he became king, and he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jechaliah of Jerusalem. Azariah means Yahweh has helped. But he took the throne name of Uzziah, which means Yahweh is strength. The people made him king when his father Azariah was taken captive in Samaria after a foolish war against King Jehoash of Israel. For 15 years, Uzziah served as co-regent. After his father died, he continued on the throne, and then in his later years, his son Jotham was co-regent with him. His total time as king of Judah was 52 years. We know very little about his mother, Jechaliah, but she must have been a remarkable woman for Uzziah to turn out so well. And he did what was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah had done, except that the high places were not removed. The people still sacrificed and burned incense on the high places. Uzziah was a good king who accomplished many good works. He was popular. We get more of the details of his life in 2 Chronicles 26. He built Elath, which was a port on the coast of the Sea of Aqaba, opening the Red Sea as a trade route to Judah. He sought the Lord and relied upon the understanding and visions of Zechariah, who we believe was a prophet. He led successful military campaigns against the Philistines, the Arabians, and Ammonites. His fame spread as far as the entrance to Egypt, and he became exceedingly strong. He also accomplished great projects at home. He built fortified towers in Jerusalem. He dug many wells and employed farmers and vine dressers in the mountains because he loved the soil. 
He assembled an army of over 300,000 men that made war with mighty power. He equipped them well with armor and weapons and even developed devices of warfare invented by skillful men that were placed on towers. They shot arrows and hurled large stones. So his fame spread far and wide, for the Lord helped him to prosper. However, as with so many other kings of Judah, he allowed the high places to remain where the people offered sacrifices and burnt incense contrary to the law of God. Only two kings of Judah would tear these down, Hezekiah and Josiah. But near the end of his reign, Uzziah made a really big mistake. He thought that being king gave him the right to go into the temple and burn incense on the incense altar. Of course, only the priest could do that. Uzziah's success went to his head. He thought he could be both king and priest. There's only one who will be both king and priest, and that is Jesus Christ. Azariah, the high priest, went after King Uzziah and brought 80 valiant priests along with him. They boldly withstood the king and said, It is not right for you to burn incense. Get out of the sanctuary. The king flew into a rage, but just then leprosy broke out on his forehead. Azariah immediately thrust him out of the sanctuary and Uzziah was eager to leave himself because he knew the Lord had struck him. Now all this brings us to verse 5. Then the Lord struck the king so that he was a leper until the day of his death. So he dwelt in an isolated house and Jotham, the king's son, was over the royal house judging the people of the land. According to the law of God, a leper was considered unclean and had to be isolated from others. He could no longer go to the temple to worship. Therefore, his son Jotham began to reign as co-regent until the day of Uzziah's death. Now, the rest of the acts of Azariah and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Judah? So Azariah rested with his fathers and they buried him with his fathers in the city of David. Then Jotham, his son, reigned in his place. So they buried Azariah, or King Uzziah, as we've been calling him, in the city of David, not in the tomb of the kings, but in a field. For they said, he is a leper. Uzziah, like his father Amaziah, experienced a degree of success. In fact, Uzziah was even more successful than his father. But in both cases, the success of these kings went to their heads. Rare is the person who can handle worldly success without it going to their head. Jesus said in Mark 10.25, It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. But Jesus also said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. The key to handling success is to know that everything we have is a gift of God's grace. We don't deserve it and we're no better than anyone else. That apart from Christ, we can do nothing. And that everything we are and everything we possess belongs to God. We are just His humble servants and stewards of our Master's resources. 
Now, the prophet Isaiah is the first major prophet in the Bible. He is considered a major prophet because of the length of his book, 66 chapters. He prophesied during the reigns of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. In fact, it was in the same year that King Uzziah died that Isaiah received his calling from the Lord. Isaiah chapter 6 says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two he covered his face. With two he covered his feet. And with two he flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. It is interesting that it wasn't until King Uzziah died that Isaiah saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up. Uzziah had been an impressive king. He was sort of a larger-than-life figure. But when he died, then Isaiah saw the Lord, who was the power behind Uzziah's throne. I have found it to be true that when there is a popular or influential leader, someone whom God has mightily used or who has commanded the respect of many, that often this person is all people see. When he or she is removed from the scene, then people must seek the Lord harder, but that's a good thing. Because our relationship with God cannot be through another person. It must be our own relationship. We must trust in the Lord with all of our hearts and be able to hear His voice and discern His will for our lives. We must personally see the Lord if we are to have His vision for what He would have us do. Now, what happened to Isaiah when he saw this great vision of the Lord? So I said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. And one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken with the tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away, and your sin purged. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. And he said, Go and tell this people, Keep on hearing, but do not understand. Keep on seeing, but do not perceive. Make the heart of this people dull and their ears heavy and shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes, hear with their ears and understand with their heart and return and be healed. I find it fascinating that when Isaiah is taken up into the Lord's presence, the first thing he becomes aware of is his own sinfulness. And where does he feel that he doesn't measure up? In his speech. He knows his lips have been unclean, and he lives among a people of unclean lips. But God has a solution for his sinfulness. He touches Isaiah's lips with a coal from the altar, the sign that God would cleanse and anoint his lips with holy fire. And with this new confidence, Isaiah then hears the call of the Lord and he says, 
Here I am, send me. I once heard that call as God filled me with a heart for his people and for those who hunger for the word of God. And I told the Lord, here I am, send me. (laughs) The Lord did. (laughs) And you might be afraid to utter such words before Almighty God. But just remember, it is God who purges our lips and gives us his words to speak. Having been in his presence, we then represent him to others who are just like us. It is by grace that we are saved and it is grace that we have to share. Never be afraid to answer the Lord's call. You were born for this. He prepared you for it and he will equip you to do whatever he calls you to do. There simply is no greater purpose in life than to know you are doing what God has called you to do. Now, have you lost someone very important to you? Perhaps this person was your spiritual mentor and you feel lost, maybe even hopeless. I think that that's how Isaiah felt when King Uzziah died. But this became the opportunity for God to reveal himself to Isaiah and for Isaiah to answer God's call. And it may just be the same for you. You've been listening to Simply the Bible. The Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Next time, we'll see that during the reign of King Uzziah of Judah, five bad kings reign in Israel. It's a lesson about the righteous remaining while the wicked are cut off. We hope you'll join us as we continue in 2 Kings on Simply the Bible.